Hey listeners, thanks for tuning into our podcast, but we know you may have an idea for your own podcast and that's why we are recommending you go get Anchor. Mm-hmm. You can create your own podcast and then like maybe have us on as guests. You should definitely have us on. For oh, we're, we're, I just checked our calendar. We're busy, Ooh. Oh, but we're available on this day. We can pencil okay, we'll you be, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're we in. can do it. Okay, we, we it. said yes. Forget it. I don't like your ideas. <laughs> um, <laughs> Anchor is the system we use and it's got a lot of cool tools. You can actually, it's kind of a one-stop shop place where you can go, you can record, edit everything, even implement songs from Spotify into your podcast. Mm-hmm. And what I like about it the most, to be honest, is that it makes us money and I love money. And it also is free, which is kind of like, you know, you save money. It's like I think that's the biggest money. thing is like it's free. So you don't have to worry about like paying any kind of fee or signing up for thing. And they do everything for you. So... You can go there. They will distribute your podcast for you so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all the other places your family are going to ignore you on. So uh, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started for free. Mm-hmm. Did we mention it's free? Free and you make money. You're going to make money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe. Your family will ignore you. That's we're, true. It cuts to the core. We're not, we're not going to be on your podcast. How's your dogs doing? Um, they're not around. Most of them aren't around you're, anymore. You're, you're, listen, you started with four. Yep. You're down to two. Yep. To me, that sounds like success. It is successful. But if there were more around, then I would tell you about the ad that we're reading. We have an ad, you guys. <laughs> How excited. <laughs> like Bo mentioned, a lot of my dogs are dead. But if they were still alive, I'd be using BarkBox. You guys have heard about BarkBox before, and it's really cool. And we have a special code for you guys. So listen in. This is what they send us to read. So I'm going to mash some of my personality in with the ad. For you, the listeners of podcasts, Campfire Shit Show, BarkBox is offering an opportunity to receive one free extra month of BarkBox at BarkBox.com. Then I'm supposed to mention the features and the benefits, which let me tell you about that. (laughs) (laughs) BarkBox is a delivery of four to six natural treats. Super fun toys. They're all curated around a surprise theme each month. For Dara, fuck. For dogs, bark boxes like the joy of a million belly scratches. So what you do is you tell them your dog's size, and they broke it down into categories: small and cute. Is that what arrow would be? Yeah. Zero to twenty pounds. This is how I order wives online. <laughs> small. That's all. You just stop after yeah, that. Just, just small right and there. cute. Yeah, just yeah. small and cute. Broken and tortured. <laughs> 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 just right. That's kind of my category. Or this is what I like: big and bold. That's how I ordered mine. <laughs> Fifty plus pounds, and then you choose a plan. They have one, six, or twelve month plans available. You can cancel any time, and they have themes. So each monthly box has a theme. Some of the past ones has been Poo York City instead of New York City, and then Brooklyn hipster stuff like that. Wow. So. You're going to get your free month when you go to getbarkbox.com slash campfire. Not Chicho. Don't type that in. We couldn't put that in because we'll get in trouble. Getbarkbox.com slash campfire and you will get an extra month of BarkBox for free. That's amazing. Poo York. I can tell you from experience too, these treats that come in these boxes are delicious. Really? You've eaten uh, them? Oh, every single one. Nice. Yeah. Either that or chew on those toys. Nice. Thanks, BarkBox. Small and cute. That's getbarkbox.com slash campfire. Now on to the show. Woof, woof. Come on, kids, now gather round. Grab a log and sit right down. What's that smell? What's that sound? You're on fire, now hit the ground. It's the campfire shit show. And now, your camp counselors, Bo Hufford and Meryl Klimo. 
Okay, so this has nothing to do with our podcast, but I just, we haven't seen each other, and I want to tell you two quick things. Mm-hmm. Number one, yesterday I went down the stairs, and yeah. Jack was like watching uh, Twilight Zone or something, yeah. and I guess I didn't even know, but I looked at him and I went like, hmm, and, like hmm, and then he said, oh my God, you are a walking version of Miss Piggy, <laughs> and I guess he, like the way that I bounced down the stairs, and then I didn't even like know that I harumphed at him. It's crazy. He uh, said, like, he, without even like him knowing us, he yeah. said, you are a walking Miss Piggy, like the way so that I floated down the stairs. had you ever thought about that? before i said you looked like miss piggy someone once said that my like uh the general like mannerisms reminded me of her See, to me it's not physical her. at all it's not yeah, physical she's a voluptuous piggy well she is she's eating some sow <laughs> some, some... she's eating her own <laughs> um no it's just that your attitude the way you respond yes. your narcissism is all so her completely yeah. but and then there's then i like went down a total rabbit hole and then i was watching videos of like kermy like basically takes up with her bullshit until 2015. Then he finds a new girl named Denise. <laughs> and, like, and so I mean, there's one thing where like it, it totally reminded me of me and Jack where they were fighting about something. She was mad about something wasn't good enough. And then he said, why don't you go back to the sty like where you were born oh and we can visit God. your own. And then she takes him and throws him up against the wall. And it's like his green pieces go everywhere. <laughs> but it was without prompting. He said that I he's like, you really honestly are Miss Piggy the way that you act. It's true. And then the second thing is I was having a talk with someone and they were telling me, you know, how? so you think basically in terms of cartoons. I feel Always. like if we're somewhere, you draw oh people. Oh, my God. I just got in the biggest trouble this weekend. Well, tell me. It. Oh, it's drama. Uh, okay, go ahead. Okay, Tell, okay, okay, finish okay. your story. And we'll I'll say, tell you. Okay. So uh, we were, you and I were eating eating dinner somewhere, and you had told the girl you that she reminded you of someone, and I'm like, oh, this is not going to be good the way we both thinks. And then it ended up being, um, who's the smiley one on Wizard of Oz, or like the Cowardly Lion? Was that who you said that she looked like? Where were we? We were at Sugarfish, and it was the girl. It was a girl that you said you look like this person, and it was like I think it was the Cowardly Lion, or it was like some character that you would no, not. No, we weren't at Sugarfish, were we? Yes, we were, and it was the nice girl with like the curls who was really smiley. Who oh, had a break. she did look like the Cowardly Lion. Yes, and I feel like, she was like you think in terms of like you just want to need to draw someone, and I yeah. and anytime you see them, you like for sure. Yeah, for you, sure. you like notice like spatial, like their eyes are together. I think or not. after uh, you know focusing on the face for so long and then manipulating it. Mm-hmm. Uh, exaggerating it you know after 15 20 years of that my brain is just i've always thought in cartoon form like yeah oh wouldn't it be funny if that sack of potatoes over there was talking <laughs> blah, blah, blah. it's like it's always that kind of thing and uh my closest friends can jump on that they can be like i totally i get right, it right that's how you guys all think yeah yeah, yeah. and i think comedians are the same right they, they kind of stick with their own like they just that understand could be a it. joke right that it's could a be bit a, in its own yeah. thing uh i was just in baja mexico I just got back, actually. Mm-hmm. I'm sunburnt. All fucking sunburnt. Um, and so I made this joke. There was this guy who went to this, you know, we took a boat and they dropped us off in this remote place. And there was this guy's house and he had a palapa. And we were all ordering. Wait, what's a palapa? It's like the big, like, palm fronds. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thing. Okay, I know. And so uh, we were all getting drinks and food and stuff. And the guy who was there, kind of a bigger, like a heavier set guy. And he just had this way about him that you would think he... I mean, we were in Mexico, but you would imagine him like a Roman ruler of sorts, okay. like a big, an older gentleman with a toga on almost. Okay, like, I can picture that. Hey, here I am. You know, that kind of thing. <laughs> he had a very boisterous way. About right. The I'm world. also thinking like cartel. But or he also had this like interesting face. And I made this obscure joke. Very obscure. I said, 
that guy looks just like Boss Nass in Star Wars Episode One. And I mean, I know what you're thinking right now. Most of, if you're a woman right now, your vagina just like <laughs> yeah, shriveled. Just shriveled. It, it looks up. like Darth Vader now. Uh, but it's the side character of you know that stupid Jar Jar Binks character. It's the king of them. Oh the my Gung gosh! Guns. Okay. And it's only anyway. in Episode One. Or yeah, is like, yeah, yeah. Wow. And he's this big guy, and he has this big voice, and I was like, it looks just like him. And I said that right. And, uh, you know, somebody laughed, whatever. So I take a picture of him. Uh, and then uh, I, later on, I make this little meme <laughs> of the picture of Boss Nass and a picture of the guy. And I send it to the group. And whatever. haha, No big deal. I'm walking up later because oh, we're no. going to get separated as a group. Later in the evening, uh, I'm walking by myself to this bar where people are going to be. And so as I'm walking there, there's a fence. And then on the left of the fence, like I can look through the fence, I can see some of my party there. And one person in the party, I don't know why, it was just perfect timing, held up the phone (laughs) to the other people on the table, some of which I didn't really know very well. And I saw the picture and I heard the person go, ah, Bo's such an asshole like that. But she didn't see me. This person didn't see me. So she said it like while I wasn't there. Right. Now... I think, and from an outsider's perspective, I guess you could look at me and go, you, Bo's kind of an asshole. I'm or, making fun of him. Yeah. And, but it's not that. Right. It's that I do think this guy looks just like this character. Yes. And I made the joke. Uh, it was inside our own little family of right. people. Shouldn't be a big deal. But she said it. And then I heard it and saw it. And I still walked in and sat right down. And then you could just tell the air was like. Really? Yeah. She knew so, she got caught. She was really offended by that. I think she must have been. She must have thought that I was making fun of this guy and that I was kind of being a jerk oh. about it. And I was like, I'm not being a jerk. It's like, gosh, you know, no big deal. That's but how there I- was a there was an awkward moment happening. And I just was like, I was there for probably four minutes, five minutes. I was like, yeah, this isn't my scene right now. And I just kind of got up and left, took a walk and did my own thing. Nope, no harm, no foul. And I was like, if anything, if I did offend her, then, well, that kind of joke is not for her. Right. Right. And maybe I can't joke in that way with her. What if you drew like a scarecrow of like, Bo is an asshole. Like whatever she looks like, like a crow (laughs) from like a Disney movie. Well, I just think, you know, I don't, I wasn't trying to start a fight with this person at all. Did the guy see it? No, he no. never saw it. I, I, didn't, I didn't tell him, like, no, you look like Boss Nass. He wouldn't even know what the fuck that is. Right. You don't even know what no, the fuck that is. No, I don't even know is. what the fuck that is. All I'm saying is this guy did look like it, and uh, it was funny to me. It would be funny to all of my character yeah. friends and all my art friends and cartoon friends. Uh, whatever. No big deal. And but I think that's how It offended you guys- her because I think she thought I was making fun or bullying him and oh my god that really just really wasn't what i was i'm doing. over that as we'll talk about in a little bit i'm yeah. over the triggering and all that oh, kind of stuff let's but, talk about triggers yeah yeah. i was just gonna say that it, this made me think of i think my what i think in terms of is like either a sitcom character or like that would be a good sketch or something so yeah. there's a woman at my friend's job whose name is fran who works in shipping and gets packages like meant to be to france but instead to her and she's died three times in her work day because her pacemaker's off and i was like he was telling me this story and I was like writing it down in my phone notes and he's like, what? What? I'm like, no, perfect. Like I'm adding her to something like this is amazing. But I definitely realized that's how I think. And then I thought this is exactly yeah. how Bo is, but just in a different medium. Well, see, and honestly, as you're telling me that Fran from shipping, I was like, oh, Fran from shipping and deceasing. You know ah! what I mean? It's just like, it's such a great like yes! idea. How can someone be that? sitcom me like yeah. how can someone be born named Fran that dies at work I don't understand <laughs> like like I feel like just in time whenever I don't believe in God or like yeah. miracles I'm like there they are <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, people have a tender heart in this way or that way. And right. I have a friend, we have a mutual friend actually that's like really touchy about animal stuff. Yeah. And every time she sees an animal, I would always make fun of her. She's like, oh, and it's like, okay, but like, it's just a cricket. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's like, do we, is it really the cutest thing you've ever seen? Right. Like, and so I would never make a, a, an off color joke about animals in front of her because I don't think she would handle right. it Right. Some well, people have different, you know? yeah. But I just kind of feel like everything's up for game and it's all for the bit. It so is. to me, it's like I was committed to the joke and then I had to like sit and have a serious conversation the day after with that person about like, hey, you know, and, you know, she's like, I, you know, you know, you know, I don't really think you're an asshole. And I was like, well, you said it when I wasn't there, though. Right. So you do think that I'm an asshole. But my way of deflecting or just like squashing the whole thing, it's I was like, I just said, uh, well, yeah, you're right. I am an asshole. And you know what? We're all assholes. Right. We all joke. And you draw everyone looking yeah. like a little asshole yeah. with like little faces. Aww. I think that actually would be a cute, like little puckered I just faces. did that, like the animal thing. I was like, oh, You ever watch the show Big Mouth? Never seen it. It's very funny, but Everyone very tells racy. Me. Everyone yeah, tells it's, me. it's a weird show. I'm like, wow, I can't believe they get a get. Is that a little bit s'more? You wanna, or, <gasps> yeah, yeah, let's, let's just do, do it. a little bit s'more. Let's just do it. Here we okay. go. Okay. See my boo and my bow, and now it's time for a little bit s'more. So you saw. So you're saying Big Mouth. I'm saying Big Mouth. Cartoon on Netflix. Yep. By uh, Kroll, Nick Kroll. Yes. Okay, great. Go see it. What about you? Uh, Because yours the Joker. I did see the Joker. I did see it. And what? Uh, Okay, so there's a long-standing argument I have with most of my friends. I'm gonna say it here, on air. I think Joaquin Phoenix is the greatest living actor of our generation. He's still living. He is. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Joaquin Phoenix? Isn't, oh, Heath Ledger is who Jesus, I think Jesus, you are the, so the disconnected. The little girl from Full House saw one of them dead or something. Oh, God. Oh, you know all the backstory, but none of the <laughs> yeah. actual. No, not at all. Um, I couldn't yeah. name one thing that Joaquin I Phoenix think Joaquin is Phoenix is such an amazing, brilliant actor. I don't think there's really anyone that can top him in his range of emotion. And Damn. If, if you've seen Joker out there, then you'll understand. Like He just owns it so hard. It's good. And wait, is he the Joker now? In this new one? Well, I mean, that's, yes. Oh, so he's, he's the person. He, he's he, The movie is about him, and the movie is called Joker. Okay. But I don't, that's as much as I'll I'm going to say I'll never see it. I know, I know. But somebody out there is going Someone to. Someone will. Yeah. It was It was a really well-filmed, well-acted film. Hmm. It was. It was great. Uh, but that's not my s'more, no. actually. <laughs> that's not my s'more. I knew go, it would get you. Go <laughs> see it, but it's not my s'more. Um. <laughs> What is my song? <laughs> Have you been listening to anything that inspires you, Lele? So, like, Rele? Like, <laughs> I'm not doing it, so stop doing it to me. Um, I've been listening to this new podcast that I really enjoy, and it's called um, the TED Talk Radio Hour. Mm-hmm. If you haven't heard it, I would go check it out. I know you've probably heard of TED Talks or those short 20-minute uh, speeches. I don't think yeah. any of them are longer than 15 or 20 minutes. No, which minutes. is perfect. I, that's perfect. my kind of learning. Um, but what this radio hour does is it has some of those people from the episodes or the their actual talks and they get in a little bit deeper on some of their stuff and it's sort of to showcase that talk mm-hmm. but also uh, you get to hear a little bit more in-depth conversation about it. Cool. And the one I heard um, was about this artist who was painting over old paintings to showcase the characters in the background that didn't get oh, any kind I love of limelight at the time. So in this one painting, it was a family of, you know, this old Renaissance painting of white people. And there was this little black boy in the background and he painted out everyone 
else other than the black boy. That is so to cool. To sort of be like, what about this character? Like, I love that. that. I want like I think that's actually a really cool take on things to explore more of like yeah. to follow that person down. And, and it went into a lot about like it really was discussing. Uh, you know, there was a lot of talk a couple of years ago about all these monuments that they wanted to tear them down because they had you know um, some sort of racist uh, background to them, right? Like General Lee or things like that, right? And he's like, I don't think you should tear these down. Uh, I don't think that's the answer. The answer is to never forget that that happened, but then to uh, add to that or have monuments directly beside it that also say the other side of the story. I love that. I really Maybe thought you could it was donate your piggy bank that we talked about last week to it. <laughs> your, your racist piggy bank. My racist piggy bank. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, I just put a white piggy bank right beside it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I mean, like, okay, anyway. Yeah, so the uh, the thing about being offended, uh, I have two work things now that I want to tell you about. Oh. Is that the very first thing is I can't go into much detail because I had to like sign a contract <laughs> that I wouldn't go into detail. But all I could s- <laughs> I mean, and you the contract was like me not talking like a, about that, like a like a non disclosure sort of yeah. like don't talk about this conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't. I'm not probably not even supposed to say that I'm talking about a conversation. No, I'm talking about a conversation. But okay. But I am finding that I can't believe in the landscape out there how sensitive people like really are. I knew it was bad, and I thought, oh, thank God. But in the past, I was like, thank you're an God asshole. I don't That's have why. A- That's because you're an asshole like me. We're yes. both assholes that's what i'm finding and and i also think too there's like a corporate responsibility to almost not let some of these people have their way because i think and I, I really think if something is inciting like hate speech or hate action then of course that needs to be shut down if it's for of like course. someone's safety or whatever of course but i think if it's just now i think what's happening is people are just saying their opinion and like what should yeah. be and then corporate places or whatever are like okay okay then we'll do this like not like right i mean everyone's afraid of cancel that cancel culture you know right that that whole like oh they said something bad so now we burn them to the ground exactly exactly and i can't say i wish i could but i can't say specifically what it was but we definitely had some instances on my show where we were saying things that like weren't racist weren't sexist weren't offensive they were just kind of like common terms of the english language and because people don't like them or they they felt weird about it then we have to like not only shut that down any more specific because i'd like to know is it like is it a like uh, aggressive or is it sexual uh, a little bit it's innuendos okay well see that's the thing is like there's so much that can be taken out of context like if i said uh uh, you know, you gotta, you gotta get down on it, you know, like that. Yes. Then somebody be like, oh yeah, you better get down on it. Like just the way that you can say things. Or if it's like, I don't want to get down on it. Why are you like making me feel submissive? I feel triggered. And, right. You know, right. like my stepfather would make me get down on it and now I feel scared and <laughs> right. I need this podcast to end. So it's just like, I really think there, and I, there's a few other instances of just people stopping they're letting kind of these fringe people have a say in their art and shutting it down and i do think there's like we have to be mindful of like i said not well i mean you're you're it's sort of like a tv network in the sense that like you have a wide variety of different people right yeah listening to your show and no they don't want to lose anybody Right. So they have to please, they have to please everybody. And 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 that's that's a good way to go crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why I always like, you know, abstract comics or, or shows that are so like off, like just way on the fringe of the comedy. Right. You know, we talked about that show. Uh, I think you should leave. It's that kind of like insanity that like it is going to offend some people. Yeah. But if it doesn't offend you, you're going to think it's brilliant. I know. And it makes me think of like the latest specials that I watch on Netflix. Like, 
if like Nikki Glaser or someone had, mm-hmm. if there is certain things that got shut down and if she like said yes to that or if she's yeah. like, okay, well, this is what I have to do to at least be on Netflix. Right. Like at what point do you kind of sell your soul out a little bit? Well, there are rules. And if you want to play, you know, you've got to follow the rules yeah. in a lot of ways. And so you're in a system now where you don't get to make the rules. No. So. And a person like you is such a loose cannon. I'm surprised. I mean, honestly, I'm surprised that you've made it this long. I know. <laughs> I think I think because, yeah, I, I understand. Because you see the bullshit in the system and they see you. So it's like you got two sides yeah. that are like. Rah. But you know what I see is a crippling credit card debt. That I'm, trying <laughs> <laughs> so I'm trying to pay off. That's but how they and, get you. And like I said, there's also a challenge in having fun with the show and doing it creatively in a way that like yeah like I wouldn't want to leave something just because it's like I only have to speak in innuendos like I I kind of like it because it's like working clean like how we've talked about before we've had a lot of comics on before that have made a great living from being able to do a clean act but then also they can go to clubs and work the other way so it's almost like I kind of view it as that where it's like okay if you want this then it has to just be like kind of Disney Channel-ish which is totally cool the other thing I'm seeing which I thought we'd talk about with us and just in general is there's with like all the things I do are basically in a duo. Like I have you and me and you, I have me and Cantori and I have like me and my relationship and stuff. And so I get a lot of, from all ends, a lot of like for better or worse, like, you're the one I like. The other person is the one I like. You know, uh, I mean, I get the same thing. I mean, with the comedy show, I'm running it with Daniel and Miles with the art company. I have Steven. really yeah. see that's so funny. So it's let's get like, into this. All right, let's do it because okay. I, I can totally jump in on this conversation. Yeah. So like my take on it is when people work in a duo, for the most part, if they're happy and you know loyal in their duo, they don't want to like the point of me and you working together is never like I shine or you shine or whatever. Like to me, it's like we are this thing. Right. And then that's kind of how I feel on the morning radio. And even with my boyfriend and I and stuff like, but this whole thing sparked because it was like a Saturday and we were with some friends and they, someone had come up to me kind of tipsy and said, uh, I just want you to know I listened to your boyfriend's radio show, not yours. Like, sorry. And I'm like kind of standing there like, great, awesome, like good for you. And then on a Monday I came in and someone had like messaged me being like, you know, like you're the star of the show or whatever. And then, then Cantori will get calls all the time that like he there, he's the reason, obviously he's most of the reason people listen, but like, like it, there was a whole theme of like that week of basically people almost trying to like wedge a difference. Right. Like compare and categorize. Yeah. Which and I think and it's that, just, that's, that's the main problem here is like people are dying to categorize who's better or worse or why do you think people do that with it because they're because the only way they can compute the information because they don't understand i mean clearly to me people who are saying that are not in a good partnership with anybody yeah because they don't know what it's like because they don't understand like uh, if somebody goes oh well they're the star of the show it's like uh, but it takes both of them to make the show and they're talking about all of these things on the outside like you and i have so much conversation we know exactly the roles that we're playing yes and and our personalities work for this because of that we're not faking our personality right someone could say gosh i really love meryl's crazy stories right yes i totally get it but if it was just you sitting if it was me and another me i would have yeah talking to another person just (laughs) like you that would be pure madness exactly it takes i mean in my opinion our our dynamic is that 
uh, I'm the voice of reason a lot of times right. for your insanity. And people are like, God, thank goodness you said that, Bo, because that's what I was thinking. Yeah. And don't uh, you feel like maybe maybe the first couple of months when you start out, you you are thinking more from an individual point of view. But like now there's really, really, truly no part of me that wants to hear like I'm better. You're better. I think it's insulting to be personal. I mean, I, I love that people love you and I love that people love me. And we've had, you know, we get the messages. Mm-hmm. We, we, we've gotten both sides of it. Uh, but I truly think I appreciate that compliment. Thank you so much for saying that you really like my take on this or that. And I want you to feel that way. I want you to feel connected to both of us. But it's definitely not a uh, it's not a competition for no. you and I. And, and so, I think it makes it weird, especially like oh, it does. when when times then get rough because like any relationship, you're going to have moments where you're fighting or or, sure. or and then it's like weird to have people in your head and sure. then you start to almost think like I have to I just throw away all those comments I try to because it's like I don't want them lurking if you're like you know if if it's like oh this person you know whatever that's what broke up the Beatles that's what breaks up that's everybody true, you're right it's like somebody comes in and goes you don't need those people that those guys yeah. this person like you're the real star of the show it's like yeah maybe I am it that you know you got this this but I mean to me like John Lennon was way better with the Beatles than he I mean that's just personal yeah uh also like I would get this a lot in I still get it a lot in art gigs so I'll go and I'll be drawing with one other artist clearly we're not drawing the exact same style because we're different people so you might be drawing a caricature or doing a piece of art but someone looks at the two and they go I like this one better and then they think that they're doing uh, some sort of service to you to come up and go Oh, we waited in your line because you're way better than that other guy. And I'm like, no, that's actually very kind of insulting to my friend. Yeah. And also it puts way too much pressure on me. It's such a weird thing I'd rather do. them say, we really love your artwork. So we're so excited to get drawn by you. That's, that's a complete yeah. different statement of saying like, we like you, but we don't have to put anyone else down. To show you that. Right. Do you know what I mean? You know, yes. Like, I hate when people come up to me and be like, oh, that other guy, he draws him so gross. Or like, I, I really don't like his art. It's like, you don't need to say it. Just tell me that you love my shit and I'm totally good. I'm so happy to draw you. It's a, it's a huge compliment. But do not put down other people or say like, you know, it's, it's I think it's, I think it's shitty. It makes me try to be mindful of where I do that because I'm sure there's a million times where I'm like, Oh, even if I listen to a podcast with two or two or more people, I'm like, this is the one I like. This is why sure. I don't like this you're person. Gonna, you're going to connect to certain people. And yeah. I get that. And you should be able to say, like, I really connect with you. Mm-hmm. But you don't have to put down someone else. No. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I totally it's, get it's like it. if somebody goes, wow, love the show. Meryl, I really connect with you. You're awesome. That's it. That's not a that's not a negative. You have to be able to trust your partner, too, which I do trust you of like those moments that you have that because I can there's been past situations before and other things where that has happened. And I can see the glimmer in their eye of like that. I know they're almost going to get back in their version. They're going to somehow cut me down in like a few weeks or something. I'm like, yeah, because I'm like, I don't want that to happen because I know then they're going to sit on it and like twist it in their mind and then be like, I don't know. A lot of people can't handle sometimes people saying that and so it's kind of weird i mean this isn't really a conversation for the podcast this next thing i'm about to say but it is something that we have talked about which is uh no matter what like no matter what the success is in our personal lives like we're going to take the podcast serious for the two of us Mm -hmm. it's our thing and we want to make it our thing right we're not going to like abandon ship the minute somebody like when your porn career takes off exactly exactly (laughs) you're never new what if you start a whole new brand of porn that's just my company my company of star war memes (laughs) (laughs) just that one guy oh i want to be a baby porg oh you do i love you you look like a porg thank you you know i'm gonna make a meme of you and a porg porg with chewbacca a chewbacca porg yep 
That's a weird crossbreed. I also just remember last year, my Halloween costume was supposed to be Jusica Rabbit. And then, <laughs> and then I couldn't, I ordered the dress and I couldn't fit in it. And then I ended oh. up being that God, that ridiculous toucan. And oh, I like, yeah. remember? And you so, showed up, you were, you were, uh, what is it? S- who, what's his like name? Sam the Toucan or something? Sam the Toucan yeah. from Fruit Loops? Yes. And then later on that <laughs> night, Jack and I got into a fight about going to Rosarito and I took the Toucan head off and we were walking around downtown with like m- just me and like a Toucan costume <laughs> holding my head screaming about like I don't want to go to Rosarito. It'd be really funny if someone had walked up right then and said, you know what? You guys are look like a great couple, but we really <laughs> like the Toucan. Yeah, we really love the Toucan. <laughs> this year I just ordered, I just watched Roger Jesus. Rabbit for the first time. Okay. Um, What'd you think? Loved it. That's one of my favorite f- films as a kid. Really? I really, I mean, it's so good. Was well that like done. A, I was just going to say, was there anything else like that? No, before? no. I mean, there were movies with uh, animation and, you know, uh, live action. But I think that was one of the first films that did that take on a like a film noir kind of thing. Yeah. And had all these different they had Warner Brothers and Disney and all these different studios coming together with all these different characters. Um, creating a world where all these animated people like characters live in reality. In the Toon world. It's so cool. But how do they do that with like having Mickey Mouse and Bugs Bunny at the no, same that's time? That's what I'm saying. It's never going to happen again. I'll tell you that. Really? Yeah, there's so no way. So they had to get permission from oh, yeah. like all the studios. And that was just at a time when I guess people were down to do it. I, I feel like they would probably have some weird like stipulations almost of like. Of course. Mickey has to be. Daffy the- <laughs> does this and Bugs does that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I watched it and then I thought I'm going to bring it back this year. I'm going to be Jusica Rabbit. So I just ordered last night an extra large from Party City. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, this will either really be a sleeping bag or... Do you think you'll get in trouble being Jusica Rabbit? No, I already talked about it today on the radio to try you to did. brace people. Yeah, I said, I, I was like honestly talking and snapping my fingers at the same time. And Gosh. I said, I am Jewish. I choose my costumes. I'm talking about it. I'm 100% Jewish. I'm preparing the world for Jusica Rabbit. And I said, a few years ago, you guys, I was punky juicer. So like, this is my... <laughs> just trust me here. We didn't get... Because how can someone be triggered at a Jewish girl talking about her own Jewish costume? Uh, because like, people just get... Tr- people get triggered about the weirdest things. Yeah. People don't like words. There are certain words I, I don't know. like. They get triggered by that. It's like, what are some of your words that you can't hear? Uh, Panties is a big one. I, I don't like pus. Oh, it is pus sounds like pus. what it is. A lot of people have a problem with moist. Yes, a, a lot of people have that <laughs> moist, which is funny because as a kid I never thought anything other because there was a Betty Crocker cake called moist, oh, yeah, moist deluxe. deluxe. I love yeah. that shit. Yeah, I think yeah. it was Betty Crocker. Anyway, I was just like, oh, yeah, why is moist bad? But I, I get it's it. It's like a sponge. I, I mean, but I don't even think. Oh, this is really bad. I was gonna be—I was gonna say—but when you, times of that, you're not even moist. You're like sopping away. Oh my God! You're. <laughs> I know. I picture you and I'm wiping myself with the cake. Are you a moist kind of girl? Some people aren't. Some people are. Some people are. Um, you know? I have weeks. You have weeks. Yeah, I have weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I have moisture weeks and I <laughs> I can't even believe I just asked that question to be honest. <laughs> but I, but the like, funny I don't thing actually want to know. No, with you it's like a hundred percent medical. It's like there's yeah. nothing with you even wanting huh. to know sexually. Yeah, I would say like this week, not yeah. the moistest week. I've been with Next women week. who are like, you know, kind of like on the dry side, I guess. And then I've been with people that are like the the spitter dinosaur from Jurassic Park. Oh, just like, shit. like <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> just flying the, all over the like place. Like the lawn. Whoa. You know what the lawn's like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a, a broken sprinkler. <laughs> that, that usually happens. That's me in the first like three months of every relationship. And oh, then man. by like the time we commit. Then I turn Some into... people don't like the word cunt, but I still Ew, feel I like, like it's good. Um, I just feel like it has a, it's got that. I would never oomph. call anyone a cunt. I really you don't wouldn't? like. No, I once dumped a boy because they called the bathroom the shitter really that's like so disgustingly blue collar to me i don't I like that. when people call it the head the bathroom yeah i never heard i that. gotta go hit the head 
I've yeah, never it's like heard a that. it's like a military term. Ew. Yeah, hitting the head. My dad used to say, "I'm gonna hit the head." It's like what? I don't like that at all either. Yeah. Oh, I really don't like when people say, "I'm gonna drain the lizard." Is that jerking off? Or? No, that's pissing. Oh, I've never draining heard. the this lizard. There's all these weird ones. I'm like, you. Re- it'd be funny if they pulled their pants down. It's like really was a lizard just like hanging there. <laughs> Salamander. Yeah. <laughs> Changing colors like yeah. <laughs> purple and red. <laughs> you know what? What? Let's do a camper of the week. Let's do it. Let's but do wait, it. wait, 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 wait. Before that, let's do a quick note from our sponsor. Huh? We have sponsors. Makes me moist. Meryl. Yeah, what? Do you know of the master wordsmith and pop culture icon, Mr. Jack Kerouac? Yes. I know you do because you're obsessed with him, right? I think I laid by his grave or something that listened to Fifth Harmony. That's right. You and Jack did. Well, that just happens to be where our next company's name came from, Mr. Jack Kerouac. Well, they were digging through Jack Kerouac's personal journals, and they found two characters in them by the names of Zag Parker and Warby Pepper. That just so happens to be where our company, Warby Parker, got its name. Wait, Warby Parker is one of our advertisers? Yes. They're like on big podcasts. I I I hear Aisha Tyler talk about them all the time. That's so cool. I know it is pretty cool. Are you feeling bifocal? Yeah. Well... Warby Parker makes buying glasses online easy and risk-free. They have a home try-on program that allows customers to order five pairs of glasses, Meryl, five pairs to be shipped directly to them where they can try them on in the comfort of their own home and get feedback from their friends, family, and colleagues. Users can keep the frames for five days before sending them back free using the prepaid returning shipping label with no obligation to purchase. So That's the kind of shit I like. I like it I too. I like no obligation to the shit we got here. So you know? I could order them, take like 10 pictures of myself and them each, and this is gonna and m- then spread it out to yes. make it look like I have a lot of different glasses, then mail it back. Yeah, absolutely, like a psychotic But person. I'd still keep one. Yeah, and the great thing, and your, your little heart is going to melt when I tell you this, yeah. but every pair of glasses sold, they do another pair to a person in need. I like that. I know, right? It made me just kind of get moist inside. <laughs> now, I do feel like, Bo, I've seen, I do like your glasses, but I think yeah. maybe you could benefit from this. What? I don't, I don't know if they have a code or anything like that, but I think maybe you should try it out. I I'd love like to you, see you in some new... I feel like you know where this is going. Yeah, I well, do. Well, guess what, listeners? For you... The listeners of the Campfire Shit Show, Warby Parker is offering a five free day home try on to give you the opportunity to check out their glasses. Whoa! I know. To get your home try on today, go to warbyparkertrial.com slash campfire. That's right. You acted like I didn't know that that's what I was, was here to hold your hand. Okay. Okay. Again, that's warbyparkertrial.com forward slash campfire. Okay. I, I, I can I do this. On my, I'm going to do it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, for your free five-day home try-on. Cool. Cool. And now let's get back to the Camper of the Week. Roll call! And now it's time for the Camper of the Week. This one comes from Jasmine. That's such a pretty girl oh, name. I don't know many Jasmines that though, are fugly. Is it? Is it though? I like Jasmine. Think it of just... a fugly Jasmine. I can't. Uh, All the Jasmines I know are really pretty and feminine. I can show you a world. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> okay, she wants to know and be very honest. How often do you stalk your ex online? Ooh. Oh, this is okay. Very you go, I know this is a good one. You, and be honest. I'm sorry, Bo's girlfriend. My boyfriend has stopped listening two months ago. Oh no no no! I, I'm honest about that. It's okay. Okay, so how often do I stalk my ex girlfriends? Yeah. Be go down each one individually. And I mean, okay, so. I would say the only time I think there have been 
twice, maybe more in the last two years that I've been with my current girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, that uh, You're not even on social media that much at no, all. No, I'm not. I'm not. But one time we were actually in a bar and we were laughing about like our exes. Right. Which sounds so awful. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like we were dealing with our own things there. And that's how we were. We were just joking about it and like, oh, I wonder what those two are doing. And so we talked about it and then we both kind of looked it up. So like, you stalked like for reference, not you weren't yeah, like alone yeah. peeking. Or oh, no, 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 no. It was more like, oh, whatever. And I think there was like one other time that I was just like she had brought up like, oh, yeah, I actually looked it up and just to see. And I saw this funny picture and she kind of told me a story about it. I was like, yeah, I wonder what I wonder what my ex is doing. And then it had been like a lot more time. And of course I looked up and, and I was like, oh yeah, that's why I don't look up. Cause it was just like, it, does, it doesn't do anything but set you back. It, like, it, it does a little bit, but also it was kind of infuriating because I'm like, oh, you're so full of shit. Like it, there's a part of you that looks at this person and you're like, I hope you have changed in this way. Yeah. But come on. But isn't there only one of your exes that you would even feel that way around? I feel like the other exes, do you even not just because my thing is like I barely care about most of them. Like I don't really oh, even need to. I mean, there's the, not a lot of like emotion there to begin with. The one that I'm talking about is the one that like did that horrible cheating yeah. thing. I can't me. stalk her because she blocked me. <laughs> <laughs> How often do I stalk both exes? And, and I just I kind of feel like I don't think about her at all. I don't. No. And so it's only when it's brought up as like a. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Well, I will just straight up tell her like, oh, yeah, I'm going to look this up. You know, uh, let's see. I get it. Thing. So you don't it's stop any creepy, in like a wistful way or anything. No, no, no. I, I definitely have conversations with exes. I try to end relationships if I'm going to on a level that is like, hey, it didn't work out. Um, but that doesn't mean we have to be enemies or not know each other. There may be a time that we don't want to talk to each other just because we were together yeah. and now we're not. And maybe one of us hurt the other person in some way. Just like, hey, I don't like you anymore or whatever. You're like, oh, okay. Well, I'm not going to be really close to you anymore. You know what I mean? Right. But also, without fail, every one of my exes has contacted me back and been like, hey, I just wanted to know what you were doing. How are you doing? Kind of thing. Whether that meant, are you still available? Do you want to get back to it? Oh. I'm not saying that it does. I'm just saying like, you know, people might poke in and give you the... The, the, that uh you up text at are they know. not are you not friends with a lot of your exes still no i am i'm saying on I social am. Me- but i mean on social media like, i am they- oh really okay yeah. so they don't and have I to like unblock you block you no 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 i mean they can if they want i've had people do that and that's fine and uh and also i'm very honest to uh my current girlfriend that's like i'm still friends with some of my exes yeah that's not bad but if there was ever a line that gets crossed and and it was like uh Hey, I want to be back with you. I would be like, ah, no, we can't have that. I mean, I try to draw that line really clearly so that any of my exes would know um, I'm currently dating. That person's been completely respectful to me. And so it's important that I'm respectful to her. So if you want to talk to me like a friend, we can talk. Yeah. But the minute you like cross that, that, that bridge where you're like starting to talk about like, remember the old days when you used to fuck me upside oh, down? Yeah, totally. It'd be like, well, I can't talk to you anymore. Do you know right. what I mean? I have had one of those. I actually might see them. I'll give you my answer. But first, oh. I was just going to say Thursday, I might have to see the boyfriend that asked, the ex-boyfriend that asked about, can I send him my, one of our old sex videos? Oh my God. Please just take an actual VHS tape and t- hand it to him and be like, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> or like I send him like the land before time or something oh like the pterodactyl. God. Like, yes. So maybe I should like, if I do see him, maybe I should try to get like a Insta story for our own, like I say, like hi to Campfire Shit Show or something. That'd be actually really funny. Um, that would be great. But I was going to say that ex-boyfriend would probably be the only one that I, I unfriended on Facebook. Well, you had to. I kn- you had no 
You, should, you had no choice at that point. Yeah. Had and, you kept that going, you would have been the dick. Right. And I did stalk when we first broke up because I also, I wanted to just prove that he was with the person that, you know, I had felt. So I was stalking, but it was like stalking with a purpose because I'm yeah. like, I knew it. And then once I kind of found that out, then I was like, I kind of, I let it go. Uh, but the other people, like, I don't really stalk anyone because, well, there's one, but I don't stalk, I don't, they're not, ex- <laughs> there are so many cracks in this. Yeah. Yeah. The ex, my actual ex-boyfriends, I'm either friends with them and I'm like, I could just like ask them how they're doing or, yeah. you know, like there's no one that I'm like, Ooh, like there's no one that's like a hot button issue. But the one that I do stalk, like not stalk, but I'll just always look at my camp counselor. And then remember I tagged myself as yes, his child getting, yes. but like, he doesn't post anything. What do you think this uh, quote unquote stalking is like for anybody, not just you? Like, where do you think that comes from? Um, me look at like, honestly, just trying to go to his pages that like, I just like some once in a while. Uh, I don't know. I'll just like miss his face. almost. Well, I, like, I know. It doesn't signify that there's something lacking in your current relationship. N- no, not do you at think all that for it's me. Something no. of like a like. If you imagine watching an old movie yeah. and, and being like, oh, I love the way that this made me 100%, feel, but yeah. I don't want to, you know, I don't need to make a new movie. Like, I don't, I, that's a bad example. It's more like I do respect where he's at and his, it's not like I would need to be, well, honestly, like. I think, I actually think that it's a little bit of like, like remembering a better time. Really? Uh, in that person and use life. Like, oh, I, I remember yeah. the way I felt back then. Uh. Because like I don't, I would never look somebody up to see like I hope they're doing horribly. No, no, no. That's not what it's coming. No, I look at this person like, uh, even if I if we were to date tomorrow, I'd probably like I would miss Jack. I'd be like, oh, I miss this, but it's more like that person I've thought about for so long, and then they were my friend, and then we're still friends on social media. Yeah, he just doesn't post anything, but it's more like I liked looking at pictures of him, and now like I don't know. It's it's more like oh, I I miss that like familiar face. So once in a while, I'll go to it because it's just like a nice. Do you think you ever like completely? lose the love that you had for an ex yes you do yeah not that person i feel like we carry on a little bit of love from every person that we've quote unquote been in love with Mm -hmm. and i think the truth is that if you weren't truly in love then that kind of goes away yeah maybe the ones that went away you never were yeah but the people that you actually felt like i was in love i think you carry on a little bit and and You'll you know, always love them, even if yeah. Like, I think that I think there's totally enough space. In I just completely flip flopped. <laughs> yeah, I think there's totally enough space in our minds for more than one, two, five loves. I do too. Just like how you respond to those feelings and what respect you have for your current thing, if you're in one, I think that's important. And you don't want to like let the the past feelings overwhelm you into obsession. That's what I was just going to say is I knew, I know it would be an issue if it was like impeding me from living my life in the future, but I yeah. really like my present life. It's just more of a, I don't know. It Let just, me ask you a question. This is a, a separate question. Okay. Okay. Do you think that you would be safe in a space with any of your exes and you guys were just alone? Um. No one's going to find you. You are on a, you're on a business trip. You're in Seattle. And it just happens that that person's in Seattle and they're like, you want to get a drink? Would you yes. trust yourself? Yes, I really to do. To not do anything yes. with that person? Yep, I really. Honestly, like my ex-boyfriends, they we like I have had that. I've went out to lunch with them and I've like gone to a park with them and stuff like that. And uh-huh. it's not even remotely flirty. What if you're staying in the same hotel? Then yes. Then, then no, no. Then I, I, I would not do anything. <laughs> no, there, there's. Let's just put it this way. There's, I. Those are the ones that I wouldn't be 
weary of myself i i'm more interested sometimes in like the undiscovered uncharted land i'm like columbus i want to sail the sea that hasn't been charted like i'm i'm less attracted to my ex-boyfriends and my exes than i am of like because now i'm like oh my god the people that i have like mild crushes on now i will never get to experience them because like does that drive you crazy yeah a lot yeah i brought it up to jack a lot and it doesn't seem to bother him but like <laughs> even even now too like there will be ones that like they're married or i'm basically you know not married but I'm, sure. I'm in a serious relationship so i think oh my gosh like they're on lockdown forever i am on getting close I'm to interested lockdown like, to, to hear if we can throw sad. it out i think we, i'm interested to hear our, our listeners response on that so if you've got any opinion on does it does anyone not feel like that like don't we also just as humans want to spread our yeah. Moistness around town. <laughs> I don't get it. I really want you to spread your moistness. Don't you get town. bummed at all to a certain level of like that? V- like there will never be. I was. I literally was just talking about this idea of that. Like you can't conquer anything right now. That, I am that, conquering. Because like, I'm like a lion too. I know. Where... I am conquering something, and uh, but I think the the shift. It, there's a shift. There's a shift. Um. I'm a very busy person with lots of projects. So you're like sexual chi goes into different categories. I, I think so. Yes. And maybe in some ways too much sometimes. Yeah. I'm honestly um, like you were. I'm a lion and I'm a hunter like girl. Yeah. And I think honestly now I just try to use that towards more business like you know career stuff. But then there's a this part of me that it's like oh I can't like hunt a boy down or something. I'm typically when I'm in a relationship I'm I'm very I'm very faithful. Uh, I really do feel like I want to put a lot of time and effort into making something strong, but there is an unavoidable yearn to, to hunt at some point. I'm not saying that it's like the kind of thing where I want to go out there and I'm like, I'm going to go fuck somebody. It's that I miss that. You know, it's like, you know, it's honestly, it's like a a lion in the zoo. I'm sure he just wants to fucking break through that glass and eat one of those little kids. But like, he is there. And it's that's the what NRE, he's doing. the new relationship energy. I haven't had that in a really like I have like stability energy and like nice yeah. cuddly energy, but the the exciting but exhausting. It's exa- new new relationships are exhausting. That. You don't think they are in the beginning, but once you're in a good one, the idea of having to go meet someone new and be like, here's who I am, here's who you, am, like here's it, who you it are. It lights up your, like in a certain way to me, I think that that also heightens my creativity sometimes. Well, maybe we should try dating somebody else. Just get our partner, <laughs> our partner. Both of us. Yeah. Both of us. We, <laughs> you and I date one person. <laughs> the person would kill themselves in eight minutes. Let's do a social <laughs> experiment where you ask Jack, I'll ask Britt. I know Jack's date, answer. If we can go on one date with somebody else. It would be, a, it would be, he would say yes if it's fair for me for, if he could do it too yeah, and I'm like, he nope, should be able to do no, it no I don't want that well, to happen see that's what I'm saying I know so you're a lion that's like <laughs> hey wait nobody else be lions okay 100% yep. yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> hey well whatever I'm still gonna ask Brett <laughs> yeah and this person didn't even say Jasmine didn't say if she peeks at her exes but honestly if she's writing into us because she, she can't stop look, she looking does. at them life gets so much better when you don't like yeah. look towards your past yep. every now and then you can peek to see them and I think you the know, best but- thing you can do if you're fresh out of a relationship is to just exit completely yeah and give yourself you gives yourself some time and if you feel healthy at a point in your life where you can go back to that then you can even respectfully say to that person like hey i really do appreciate you i'm so glad i know you but i have to like step away from this and i'm not looking at and, your instagram and i'm not gonna be looking I'm at your not, instagram yeah, i'm, I'm unfriending your mom and, and i just wanted to know it's not like a mean thing it's that i have to do this for myself and maybe that person will understand and maybe they won't but yeah. then take the time that you can to where you be, no longer care yeah be your own new self yeah and then if 
life happens and you come back into this person's life and you're like, oh, well, let's be friends. Then then fine. And if not, well, it wasn't meant, you know. Was it meant to be? You ain't lying. What? <laughs> okay, I gotta okay, go. Okay, I'm not. I'm I gotta not, go get yeah, my beer. I'm not doing any more of this shit with you. Let's get the fuck out of here. Okay. Bye, everyone. Take care. <laughs> why am I like? Why, why am I like? A do you crazy <laughs> end? I'm giving like words of like wisdom. And you're like, okay, gotta go. Bye. Oh my god! I almost just asked everyone if like they have their shoes or if like they need if they like have everything. Like, you have your keys, your like, wallet. I don't. Yeah. I just honestly pictured everyone leaving our house. That's like really weird. I just forgot where Especially I was. Especially because it's my house. I know it is. Okay, I love you guys so much. Uh, oh my god, you didn't do that any better. You're a mess. <laughs> bye. Absolutely. Oh my god, you're still cutting me off to say bye. We know I'm the star. Okay. Oh. Oh fuck you. This episode of Campfire Shit Show was produced by Bo Hufford and Meryl Climo. It was edited by Bo Hufford, and the theme song was composed and sang by your friendly camp director, me, PB and J. If you've got a question or you want to be the next camper of the week, email us at campfireshitshow at gmail.com. Say hi to Bo and Meryl on Instagram at campfireshitshow, and please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Well, kids, it's time to pack up the camp and put out the fire. Don't you worry. We'll see you soon on another episode of the Campfire Shit Show. Good night, kids. Sleep tight. Oh, my God. I had a really funny thing happen the other night. I was at a party, like an you event, were? a corporate party. Oh. And it was all these high-end executives, and they had made food, right? Catered food. But it was a football and baseball themed party for 20 executives. That's it. It's a very small party, oh. right? The food was New York hot dogs and Frito pie. No. And all the executives came in and they were like, <laughs> I'm not eating that. <laughs> or like one guy came and goes, well, that's interesting. <laughs> like that. I was like, oh, God. That sounds amazing. I thought me. about you. I was like, you'd fucking that's, clear oh, out I'd those Frito pies. Like little Miss Piggy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>